Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. It ain't the left side or the right side, then it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fin Side here with Brian Cat Catanzaro and Paul Pickin. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, and on YouTube as well. Paul and I are breaking down day two of the NFL draft for the Miami Dolphins, who have pick number 54. And also, again, late in the third round, could still be some value. So, Paul, you know, still a lot of very talented players on the board. You know, it's funny that our two top guys, Obi Melifonwu and Forrest Lamp, or Obi for you and Forrest Lamp for me, still on the board here at the beginning of the second round, should go relatively quickly here, too. So let's go ahead and dive right into our top five for that number 54 pick. We still should see some value there. We'll start out with your number five. For me, number five is Fabian Moreau, the cornerback. I thought before, and I still think now, Miami is going to come out of days one and two with a safety in a corner. That hasn't changed for me. Uh, I think it's it's a pretty likely scenario. The only way that I see that sliding is there's one or two defensive ends that might slide to them here that could adjust that. But I definitely think at least one safety or one corner, possibly both today. And for me, Moreau is a guy that could really – What's that? Yeah, uh, no, no. I, I'm going to say I'm going to cheat a little bit. I, I had a uh, in number five. I I had really three guys pretty even. And Fabian Moreau was yeah. one of them. Also, Chidobia Wuzie and Quincy Wilson. I'm going to go with Quincy Wilson here too. And, okay. and I think this is a player that uh, a big boundary cornerback didn't quite quite run as fast coming out of Florida, but is a big guy. Matt Miller is very high on him from Bleacher Report. Had him as the ninth best player in the draft for him, but he's kind of alone on an island there. But I like Quincy Wilson. And I think he could be like a Byron Maxwell type in the NFL. He projects that way. Um, But I agree with you. I think the value could be here at defensive back in the second round. My fourth guy is still going to be Jordan Willis. I mean, I know the Dolphins do have four defensive ends on their roster in Wake, Branch, now Charles Harris, as well as William Hayes. But you've got to figure over the next year, two years max, that Cameron Wake and William Hayes probably aren't going to be there. If you have Jordan Willis on the roster as well, now projecting into the future on the defensive line, you've got Harris, Willis, Dominican Sue, Jordan Phillips, and Andre Branch. You have five really good players, and then you can sprinkle a few more in along the way. So who would be your uh, number four? My number four is one of the guys you cheated with. And uh, it's, it's actually Chidobia Wuze. All the reasons that we talked about at, at corner, I think he's a guy that can step in immediately. I like him a little bit more than Moreau, but it's a pretty close pairing there for me. And, and really, I like this kid. And, and to expand on the cornerback position, my number three is actually a corner as well. Kevin King's a guy that Miami reportedly was a little bit in love with throughout the draft process, and he's still sitting out there. So if he is still available for Miami to go out and grab, I think there is a possibility there, and I'd like that pairing. I think he could come in and step in, immediately challenge Bobby McCain, and potentially slide out to the border at some point in time. Yeah, I like Kevin King, too. He's he's somebody that would be 
very close on that list, but I think I've cheated enough here with uh, with the cornerbacks. Uh, you know, I, I've extended five to nine somehow. So, <laughs> but yeah, Kevin King is a big body type of quarterback. King, Moreau, Awuzie, Quincy Wilson, I think I'd be fine with any of those, and they'd represent some great value. Challenge, Maxwell, and Tony Leppett, and Xavier Howard on the outside. My number three, I know we're going to disagree, and this one it's going to be Malik McDowell from Michigan State. Uh, I, When you look at just physically talented football players, this could be one of the most five, one of the top five to ten players athletically in this draft. I watched him in Michigan State get double and triple teamed all the time, and I watched him a few times get split out as a 4-3 end and just do unbelievable things for a guy that's 6'6", 295. I think on third down, if you put Malik McDowell and Charles Harris in the mix, along with Cameron Wake, I think you're keeping Wake and Sue very fresh there. But he does have character concerns. I mean, he was interviewed absolutely terrible at the NFL draft combine. A few GMs said he was the worst interview. A handful as well said it was the worst interview they've ever seen. So he's a different animal here. So, But the the physical ability, you definitely have to take a look at. Number two for me, I'm not even going to expand on it because I know you will. Uh, it's going to be Obi Melifon with the safety. I think he would have some, he would team with Rashad Jones to have a very rangy secondary. Paul, you're number two and number one. For me, number two is a guy that you actually already had on your list, and and that's Jordan Willis. I think that Miami could bring him in and, and slot him at defensive end, really keep Charles Harris at, at, at that linebacker spot, and essentially really have some dynamic things that they can do with that front seven on defense if they have him on board as well. You know, you can kick Andre Branch inside on passing downs. You could potentially kick Jordan Willis inside on passing downs and have Harris put his hand in the dirt. There's so many different aspects that you can play with here that I, I can't say no to it. It's Miami takes him, I'm going to be a happy camper. Uh, for me, number one, as, as you stated, I, I think we all know, I want Obi Melifonwu in, in, in aqua and orange or teal and orange or whatever each individual decides it is. But for me, this is a guy that we can pair with Rashad Jones for a, the next five years, and then he'll still be back there for the next decade, making an absolute difference. This is a guy that never played a down of safety in col until college, and then he learned from somebody Dolphins fans will remember, Paul Pascaloni, and an mm. even worse coach in Bob Diaco. That's how he learned how to play safety. So can you imagine what he's going to be when he gets real coaching at 6'4", 225, running a 4440 with a 40-something inch vertical, can broad jump almost 12 feet, and, and can play the run at the line of scrimmage, even though he's not a big hitter, he's a sure tackler. This is just an absolute knock it out of the park if this kid's still available, and he could end up being the steal of the draft. Yeah, I mean, we've had him on the show here. You can, for our listeners, you can tune back. We've had an interview with Obi Melifonwu as well here on the fence side. That's not why we both have him very high here. We've, we've seen and we've broken down a lot of film on him. Paul's been telling me about him here for a couple of years. My number one is Forrest Lamp, no surprise. I would be surprised if he did not go 34 here today to the Seattle Seahawks. But if the Dolphins can find a way to trade up, it, it would be, I would prefer it would be for Lamp or Obi Melifonwu, even if it meant giving up that third round pick, even though I like the players projected there in the third round. 
Paul, speaking of the third round, you know, taking a look here, I in the second round, I have I made a list here of about fifteen to twenty players I would be okay with taking in the second round. The odds say that some of those players are gonna are gonna drip into the third round, maybe drip down late into the third round too. Who are a few players that you have in mind that you're hoping get to the end of the third round for the Dolphins? Well, I mean, you can look at the guard spot and with a little bit of center flexibility and, and a guy like Elfline or Feeney, if they were to slide, I mean, this, this draft is absolutely weird. Those are our two guys that really could go in the second round. But again, it, it's so many draft mix boards are completely blown up at this point. And there's a possibility for those two to slide. Another one that could slide in interesting fashion might be Caleb Brantley, the defensive tackle. And two more would possibly be Josh Jones and, Eddie Jackson for the third round if if they do not go Obi here in the second. Yeah, Dan Feeney's an interesting name. I he, you know, given that he's purely a guard, maybe he does fall a little bit. Maybe Fabian Moreau falls because he has the pectoral injury. Maybe Malik McDowell does because of how poorly he interviewed. Uh, in, also, I'm looking at some defensive ends here as well. Derek Rivers and Terrell Basham, they played at Youngstown State in Ohio. Maybe there's going to be some concern here in day two that the level of competition may take them a little while. Sidney Jones, the cornerback out of Washington as well. There's there's talk now that he may be ready by September. Even if you draft him here in the third round, if he falls that far, maybe you can stash him on PUP. Uh, or even redshirt him really this whole first year. And then the second year, you may have a 22, 23-year-old cornerback who should have been a top 10 or top 15 pick. Very interesting there, too. Zach Cunningham also sticks out, the linebacker from, from Vanderbilt. I don't like him as much as other people do, but a possibility. Safety Marcus Williams from Utah, too, I think could could bring that center field ability to pair with Rashad Jones. So several other players left on the board here. So anything else that really sticks out for you, too, heading into day two? I, I like that you mentioned Sidney Jones, to be honest with you. I, I just want to touch on that really quick. I think he's a guy that if Miami were to come away from rounds two and three after getting Charles Harris day one with Obi Melifonwu and either Rivers or Jones, oh, my God, what they just did to that defense is insane. It, it, it really is because – like we talked about in a previous episode, Derek Rivers, when you watch him on tape, looks like Cam Wake Jr. And even if he's getting stashed for a year behind Cam Wake and getting playing time down the stretch in the season, there are some amazing things that this team can do. And the Giants showed that one of the big blueprints for winning a Super Bowl is getting to the quarterback. And when you've got Indomitian Stew, Andre Branch, Charles Harris, Derek Rivers, Cameron Wake, all in the same defense that you can flex and move in different fun ways. You can get after a quarterback, and getting after the quarterback is the way to beat the Patriots. So, hey, maybe they're making some moves here that can take them to that next level if they're able to do some of these things. Absolutely. I got to tell you, I think I like the second and third round of the draft more than the first round because you just never know what's going to happen. And you start to see that value start to drip down, starts a lot of interesting conversation. And the Dolphins are in a spot right here, too, where defensive end, defensive back, guard, that's where you may start to see this value start to show itself here in, this, in day two of the draft. So it should be a fun day. And we will wrap up here our day two look at the Miami Dolphins and the NFL draft. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, iTunes, and on Spreaker. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side. 
and it must be the 